Hello, this is Diana Olenik and welcome to the Alchemia Success Show. And today we are with an amazing woman. Her name is Chantel and she's a business consultant and the founder of Harmonious Work Life. Her mission is a very special one. She really is into helping people creating their own career for their own success. Thanks so much, Chantel, for being here today with us. And please let us know, how did you get started? Oh, thank you, Diane. I'm so happy to be here with you. I'm so excited. So yeah, for me, founding Harmonious Work Life really was my way of incorporating more aspects of my own self. Because, you know, I had really niched down in my career and I had become a business consultant in high tech. And that was great. But when you're doing that, you kind of also feel like you're not fully encompassing all of the other aspects of your entire persona, right? And so for me, something that had continued to show up over and over again was my passion for travel. And I had traveled a lot in my early 20s. And then like, I decided to like settle down and get a real job, right? Which is what started me on the corporate career path. And that's all well and fine. And, you know, I managed to advance through the years, but it wasn't as fulfilling as I needed it to be. And through this journey, I was able to like work remote a lot because, because of my passion for travel and I needed to be able to have that flexibility in my schedule. And through all of this, people came to me and started asking like, well, how did you do that? Like, how did you create that in your own career? How did you get either that flexibility? How can you travel so much? Or, you know, how are you able to be comfortable in the high tech environment? Because, you know, you have to understand when I was in my computer classes, I was the only female, right? And so it was a very difficult position to create for myself, but I did. And I continue to pivot that and to make that more encompassing, to have more aspects of myself show up more fully in how I'm presenting myself to the world, right? And so I wanted to be able to help others do the exact same thing because what's happening oftentimes, and, and this is why I have work life, right? It's because we oftentimes say work-life balance, but what that makes it seem is like, they're constantly competing, right? Because they're never going to be like this. So what that yeah. makes it seem is like they're in conflict. So I say harmony because you can have more aspects of yourself come into life. You have to decide though how much and when and where and how. And so these are the important things that, you know, it's not easy to come to these conclusions on our own. And sometimes it takes perspective um, either in hindsight or, or the assistance of somebody else. And so that's really where I've started to pivot towards now is helping other people to not achieve what I have because it's going to be different for everybody, mm -hmm. but to create their own harmony in how they go forward in their career. And that might be that they want to advance in the company that they're working with. That might be that they want to become a consultant like I did. That might be that they want to become an entrepreneur like I did, you know, whatever that means. But it definitely means stop feeling like things in your life are in such competition and that you, that constant sense that so many people have, Diana, of burnout, right? Yeah. I just think we can do it differently. <laughs> yes, that's um, a nice perspective that, you know, from your own experience, from your own expertise, you came to these conclusions and you were open enough to say yes through this realization i really want to help people to also develop this a stronger sense of my career the impact that i can make how can i feel good with myself while 
you know, having these skills in place, working with these skills in whatever role they want, right? Because the idea is to find that purpose in whatever role. It doesn't have to be to have a business or to be in a job. You help them equally to find that sense of purpose, right? That career? Exactly, yeah. It's, it's really, you know, a lot of the exercises that my programs start with, um, you know, I recognize that they're not that comfortable, but what you what you get because oftentimes people were mirroring each other right we are we are representing back what we have either assumed of somebody or what we have perceived of somebody and so some of the exercises that i take people through are to interview other people about themselves because it's really important to first find out how we're truly showing up because we have a perspective right we all we all have our own worldview, but is that how we're actually able to present ourselves in the world. And so all of my programs really start with some foundational work of getting in touch with your values and your preferences. Because from that really authentic place, you can then very strategically decide where you need to be going next. But without that information and without the language with which to speak to those things, then we continue to flounder or we continue to allow ourselves to be um, put into either a box or put into a position, or we allow other people's perspective to define us. And these things, they lead to unhappiness, like severe unhappiness, right? Yes. And so I just, especially during this difficult time of COVID, when people were thrust into this new state of being, of doing everything in the same space and at the same time, and not able to set those more healthy parameters for, for themselves, or even to recognize their own value because everything's happening in the same space and at the same time. And so, you know, being able to say, this is what I accomplished and then be recognized for that became more difficult for many. Mm -hmm. And so just to assist with all of that difficulty and to also say, you know, it is up to all of us to really define this for ourselves, but so often in life we don't because we're, we're reacting to the feedback that we're getting in the world. So if somebody says, hey, I hired you to do this job, in fact, you did it, now I wanna hire you again to do a similar position, we usually don't stop and ask ourselves, is that what I wanna be doing? You know, Because somebody's willing to either pay you to do it, or you've had that positive reinforcement of like, oh, that was good, so you'll do it again. But did you stop and check in and say, this is actually where my go forward decision like clearly with mm -hmm. all of your authentic clarity did you really ask yourself that question right yeah why do you think that that happens what is the root cause the actual root cause in your opinion that we have all of those insecurities in order to make a decision that is aligned with the purpose i think that we have so many competing things right so if we have family we need to support the competing driver is mm -hmm. financial right yeah. so i'm going to take a position that will support my family. Or if your main goal is to be having a position where you can really feel a strong sense of purpose, you might be willing to not get paid very much, but you feel fulfilled because you feel like you're making a difference in the world. Mm -hmm. So there's, and those are only two small examples. There's all of these competing things that will be the things that we allow to define exactly what we're putting forth in the world. But without really stopping and asking ourselves, you know, and the, the time that we stop to ask the question, unfortunately, is when we are most burned out, when we are at our worst, when we're saying, we're, when we're so fed up, we're just saying, I can't do this anymore. And then you have this like explosion of realization. And all I'm saying is like, 
we can be a little bit more strategic about that, right? You know, and then because, you know, I had my own kind of explosive moments throughout my career, and each time they led me to either, yeah, make a whole bunch more money, have a whole bunch more freedom in my career, or, you know, all of the other things that you would, would desire, what are the, whatever those qualifiers are for you, you know, each time it had to be this, like, you know, life's going to keep teaching you the same lesson until you learn it, right? And so it's like each time it was like, oh my God, learn the lesson, learn the yeah, lesson. Yeah. Instead of, you know, embracing this, this beautiful path forward, it's always kind of this struggle, right? Mm-hmm. It's this struggle to get to where you're, you're not super clear you want to go, but out of frustration and out of not willing to be doing the same thing, then you move into this new place. And what I'm saying is we can target that mindfully and take away a lot of that struggle. Mm-hmm. And so what would be the practical advice for someone who has that competing factor there in terms of the financials? For example, someone says, yes, I know what I want. I know my purpose, but that is not going to lead me to the financial sustainability that I need right now. How do you help the person to, you know, um, navigate through that um, mental Honestly, it's, it's, it's more knowledge than anything, because the thing is, there's so many things available to us in the world, we might just not know what we're looking for. So often in life, we know what we don't want. We're moving away from what we learned we don't like, rather than actively targeting our desired goals. It's a really common pattern that we continue to play out. And so what I've done in, in the programs is because I have uh, my background is as a process engineer. And so what I've done is I've kind of deconstructed the process of the career search. And so in that, what you're doing is you're learning the possibilities that are open to you. And so through this knowledge, because what we're doing when we're, we're career searching is we're like, okay, I've done this type of position before. So I'm going to look for similar type of roles because it's more likely that I can get those positions. But what I'm saying is, Let's break that down. Let's take out what exactly are you attracted to in your past positions rather than moving away from your dislike. Let's say what attracted you to that? What worked well for you? And that's kind of part of that interview process that I said is what are people recognizing in you as your value add? And then once you have all of this information, because now you have the language with which to communicate this about yourself, you don't have to think about it you know it's really oftentimes difficult to talk about our own selves and to be clear on that but unless we can be clear on what we need we can't communicate that and then therefore we will not get it right Mm -hmm. it's a it's a very simple reinforcing loop there and so through learning exactly how people perceive your value and then learning about how you can have that value show up in a variety of roles because Mm -hmm. there's no no two people will perform the same role in the same way. And so what I help people to find is the language that they can use to present to others, to show them that they have the ability to perform a role, even if they hadn't in the past, but you know, in order to reframe that and restructure that for themselves and the people that they desire to work with. And it, again, it's just, it's knowledge. It's learning where you want to go next. And so often we just, we stay stuck because we don't know. Yeah. But we, we can, but it's so difficult to get that perspective when you're in loop of the positions that I take only pay this much. You know, that's going to continue to reinforce itself until you realize that you can be making more. Uh, let me give a quick example. So yeah. um, 
my background is in operations. And honestly, that type of work can be viewed very differently depending on the company. Oftentimes, like depending, depending on the size of the company or how the company values that work, they will position it differently in the company, right? This can be the chief operating officer. So the C-suite, that's one position that can show up in, right? That's highly valued. Or oftentimes it's like the office manager, like an admin role. So those are very different things. And that's the spectrum, right? So if we, we recognize the spectrum and then you have to say, well, I don't really want to be in the C-suite. That's not the kind of position that I want in my life, but I definitely don't want to be like the office manager admin. Within that spectrum, we can then investigate what role will be the best fit, right? Mm -hmm. So that's just like one example, but you can have that example in absolutely every industry and in every role. So what we're doing is we're isolating those things that you enjoy most. And then once we have those valuable nuggets, then we can search and decide where on the spectrum of roles that you want to be targeted. Mm -hmm. Does that kind of make sense? Yes, I really, really love that because it's all from the outside. It's not just allowing the outside circumstances to drive your life and what you should be doing. It's more like a journey to the inside to decide and take ownership and empowerment of your life to go towards what you want. So I really love it. Thank you for that perspective. And I am pretty sure that there is super, super huge value on everybody um, that is in a regular job or even in, in any um, type of career that they are struggling with this identity or what is what fulfill them is gonna have a lot of value from your program. So speaking about your program, uh, how is it and uh, how does it work? How somebody enters into the program and how is it the structure? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. And you know, honestly, that's one reason that I really wanted to come in and speak to you and your audience is because even the way that you frame your show, the alchemy, right, of success, and it's that idea of the creation, either from, from nothing into something or the, from, you know, kind of like the idea of the phoenix rising from the ashes kind of idea, right? And so it is really to say, like, you have to create it. And you can create it from, you know, whatever things you were moving away from. But again, targeting the things you want to move towards are the important part. Mm -hmm. so, so to do that, the, the program has, has five distinct um, sections. And like I said, the first one starts with, you know, getting in touch with your values and your, your preferences. And but the more you get in touch with that, the more you can move forward into your mm -hmm. desired goals. And so it takes you through all of the logistical steps to get there as well. You know, there's the practical things of like incorporating this into your resume and your portfolio and how to incorporate that then into the interview cycle and in, then into like long-term networking. So we go through each section, but really in the beginning, it's so important first to build that foundation of mm -hmm. getting in touch with where you want to go. We have to actualize the goals. We have to know the goal first, right? Yeah. I mean, even I'm sure for you in, in the arc of your own journey of, of creating this now and, and, and sharing this type of information with the world, you know, if, if you, if you look back on that, it wasn't like the clarity of, I am going to have a show and this is the exact thing people are going to get out of it. You know, it has yeah. to like, it's this messy thing that you develop over time. Yeah. And but mm -hmm. having that clarity makes everything a lot easier, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, exactly. Now it's easier than when you started, right? Yes. Hindsight, right? It's a progression, it's evolution. Yes, that it has to start somewhere. Yes, that's awesome. So what would be the best resources that you feel that have 
uh, made an impact in your own success? What are the best resources that you feel that um, have led you to where you are right now? What do you think? Yeah, honestly, again, for me, because travel was such a foundational aspect for myself, because through travel, I'm able to expand my own worldview. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I lived and worked in both Europe and Asia. And for me, that was, and it, it's not like it's easy, right? Like we can say, oh, this travel lifestyle, you know, now I travel full time and I'm in these beautiful places. It's not without struggle, right? But what I'm saying through that is I can have the ability to move my comfort zone, to expand it, to incorporate more things. So what that's doing then is elevating my ability to go through the world successfully, right? And so for me, that trigger point was travel. If I continue to put myself in this like unknown space, and then I'm able to learn and manage my way through it and become a more expansive person because of it, then I am a more successful person in the world. And that, has, that point has proven itself to me. And so that was kind of my trigger point, but it's a little different for everybody, right? And so what, whatever that point is, we can continue to go back to that and say, this is me having the ability to expand into the unknown, which then is increasing my ability to be successful in the world. Mm -hmm. So there's tools that we can use for that. And it's not always comfortable, but what you're doing is you're, you are expanding your, your own perspective of the world and of yourself, and you're increasing your ability and your perspective of what you have, what you think you can, is even possible for yourself. Yes. I love that because usually when we are in a regular job, we feel scared of the uncertainty, um, the financial, as I was explaining before, part of the question, sorry, um, is a, a, an important consideration there. And we usually feel scared approaching the life from that scarcity, right? What if I don't have the money? What could be? It, it would be the chaos, and especially when we have families. But there is something interesting, and is that once we go past that line of fear, different things start to evolve, right? Like, do you have a, an experience of that type of um, kind of like magical process? Do you have that experience that is at the other side of the fear that things can be seen in a different perspective? Absolutely. And that's why I say for me, like I, I really got in touch with what my trigger was because when I, mm -hmm. when I put it on that spectrum and I said, what is important to me? And it was like, you know, I was taking months off a year to go travel and experience new places. And then when I, you know, I was never allowed to do that, but I was never willing not to. And so mm -hmm. you have to like know what that is for you. Mm -hmm. And so when I was very clear that I of what I wanted. And so if what I wanted was to have the finances to be able to travel and the flexibility to be able to travel, that happened because I wasn't willing to not let it happen. And so I, I remember once I was working with this company and I had just gotten back from uh, a, a trip to Europe. And then this opportunity came my way to go to Bali. And so it was like, I was back for maybe a month and then I was going to leave again. And they're like, well, you don't have any PTO and you know, we don't really do that. And I was like, well, okay, then bye. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so guess what they did? They allowed it because mm -hmm. you have to be willing to get to that point though. And it's mm -hmm. the same thing with finances. For me, when I said, 
man, I don't really want to take this job if it's, you know, not going to be financially beneficial enough to like mm -hmm. either, you know, promote my new trip or whatever it is. Again, whatever it is for you, because if it's not travel and you can't like identify with that, I don't want to like harp on that example, but yeah. to speak from an authentic place for myself. Mm -hmm. um, so when I said, you know, I'm not really willing to take this and, and this was, you know, already when I had started my consultancy and I was um, pitching projects. And oftentimes you find as a consultant, especially when people start out as a consultant, they're competing on price, which feels super crappy because mm -hmm. you're feeling like you're undervaluing yourself, but you really want to get the contract, right? Mm -hmm. And so what I did was the exact opposite. I was like, well, I'd honestly don't really want to be doing this more than I want to be doing other things. Yeah. And so then you're creating this desire, right? You're, you're, you're taking yourself out. You're being like, how bad do you really want me? And they had to define it. And so mm -hmm. then like the money came. Yeah. And awesome. so it's that flip. You have to, be, you have to be willing to walk away. And I use this other example. So when I was in um, startup and I got accepted to a business accelerator program, which, you know, is, a, is kind of a big deal. And that's how you start getting your rounds of funding. The gentleman who started the accelerator program that I was a part of, that was his same journey is he was super high up in a company, you know, making all the monies and doing whatever and super unsatisfied. And this, this company that he created for himself, this accelerator program to help startups be successful in the world was his passion and so he had somebody you know the executive of that company when he was walking away from that come to him and say how much would it take to keep you and he said there's not enough money for me to stay here and do this mm -hmm. so that's the place that you have to be willing to negotiate from mm -hmm. you have to say what is the most important thing to you and then you don't there is no negotiating around that you get that thing and mm -hmm. so for me and for him, the money came because you weren't, you weren't negotiating on money anymore. You were negotiating on the outcome. What was your actual goal in that? And, and people will throw money at you at that point. They'll be like, mm -hmm. oh, I can't have you. I want you. What can I do to get you? Mm -hmm. And so you're not yes. coming from the place of scarcity. You're yeah. coming from the place of clarity of where mm -hmm. you want to go. Mm -hmm. I really love that. Um, it's... Um, a more confident type of position, a more realistic type of position. We've been just confused, I guess, in, in, our, in our perspective. But it's what anybody really needs to hear, and is that we have the decision. We feel that we don't have it. We feel that it's better to give it to other people. We feel that that's better, yes. That that's easier, so I don't want to go to the, you know, Uncomfort uncomfortable place of having to place that decision. No, let, let's leave the others to make the decision. But we can do and it. And the way yes. you say it's so important because that you're exactly right. What you're doing is you're giving the control to somebody else. Yes. You're letting them set that for you. Mm -hmm. But if you're very clear on what your goal is and you're driving towards that, then that that's not how that negotiation works out, right? Because you're not allowing them to define that for you. Mm -hmm. and, and it's hard to recognize that we're allowing it. People don't like to think that. They're like, this is happening to me. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is you're allowing it to happen. So how can you shift that, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Can you share with us some of, like one, one, the best, the best insight 
or something that resonated with you, an experience with an actual customer of yours that led you to something amazing, like a, something that you remember, an experience with a customer that told you something, a phrase or something? about a phrase necessarily mm-hmm. but I but guess a, I, I will nice give experience. another example that's a little bit impactful because another thing that I often see really holds people back is the sense of investment so mm-hmm. you've either invested yourself in a type of schooling to get a certain type of degree to continue on in a certain direction or you've invested yourself in a company for instance I had one woman who recently retired and she was with the same company for 30 years and you know, she looked back at the last 30 years of her life and had a lot of regret in the end. And that is heartbreaking because that's your whole entire life. Yes. That's what you allowed to define you, your yes. entire life. And exactly. so the, the very strong example of this that I give is um, a doctor. So she was a medical doctor because her parents were medical doctors. And so mm-hmm. she went into medical. And as you know, when you're becoming a medical doctor, that is a huge investment mm-hmm. financially, time you know, the, the, all of the mm-hmm. practicals that you have to go through, you know, that's decades become mm-hmm. a medical doctor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She became a medical doctor and realized this isn't what she wanted to do. This was mm-hmm. a decision she made at like 16 and mm-hmm. it was kind of made for her. And now that she's in her thirties, she's realizing like, this isn't this, she can't do this. Yeah. But what do you do? What yeah. do you do at that point? You yes. don't go back to school. You, <laughs> you just spent your entire life in school. You're paying it off. So for her, how do you pivot there? And that's what you mm-hmm. have to get clear with. What do you really want to be putting forth in the world? How do you want to help? Mm-hmm. And you know, what she ended up doing was, honestly, she became a professional bodybuilder. <laughs> so, ah. Like, how do you get from there to there, right? So awesome. that clarity, it's so mm-hmm. awesome. And she's so happy. Yeah. And but like, how do you get that clarity and, and that self-ownership to move in the direction that you truly want? Because yes. that's a huge investment. So you're allowing it to hold you back. You mm-hmm. are allowing it to hold you back Mm -hmm. but you can decide to go in a different direction that is really difficult and I'm not saying it's not but I'm saying it can happen yes wow I really love that job that you're doing it it is such a good opportunity for people to understand that there are other you know perspectives in order to help us to navigate through those road block blocks that sometimes we put ourselves and to actually get out of that successfully. So that's amazing. I am really excited for this. Um, I haven't seen locally many people from that, you know, perspective at least. And uh, I'm happy that you're uh, creating all of this, uh, creating this amazing community and helping people to that. And what I really most love about you in that sense is the lifestyle that you actually value more than anything else as we can see those beautiful trees (laughs) it's so beautiful and that's such an inspiration for people because you found your own way that is the particular way you show it like that and it's so real that people can see actually that is possible (laughs) So and that's I exactly that. what I say is, is to lead by example. You know, mm. I, I want to inspire others, not because other people want what I have, yeah. but because other people can see possibilities for themselves. Yeah. I'm not saying my way is your way. Exactly. But I am saying that like, let me, let me show up as my most authentic self and stop, mm. stop limiting my own self because without mm-hmm. that authenticity, I can't help other people achieve mm-hmm. that either. Yeah. 
Yeah, I am. I find also interesting that you come from the process engineering background. Is that right? And then you are here in this, you know, human development and area. How did that switch happen exactly? Like, what was that aha moment or that, yeah. you know, a sparkle that at the moment said, yes, I can use these so skills here in process. As part of me continuing. Yeah, as part, of, as part of me kind of continuing to drive towards, you know, just the other day I had somebody say to me, you know, they said, you know, a lot of people would want what you have, which is this, this great high-tech consulting career that I've created for myself where, yeah, I make really good money, right? And they see me pivoting away from that. And, the, and that's what they said to me. Uh, and I, actually, multiple people said it, you know, some person was really close to me. And so it was kind of hurtful that they're like, what are you doing with your life, right? Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> why are you pivoting away from that? That's what a lot of people are, are searching for. You yeah. have, and that's what I say, you have somebody's dream job. So go get yours. Like mm -hmm. stop occupying that space that would make somebody else so happy. Mm -hmm. And so for me to, to continue to find my own freedom and flexibility and my most authentic self, I am very entrepreneurial and like obviously that shows up always for me and has historically. And what I was starting to do was because I knew that I needed to, yes, these projects are great. I work with like Fortune 100 companies on global projects and there is, they are fulfilling for a large reason but what was happening was I couldn't continue to feel that I was trading my hours for dollars I continued to realize that every single time I'm gonna have to get another project I'm gonna have to pitch myself again I'm gonna have to be face-to-face one-on-one with these clients and what it was starting to feel like honestly Diana was throwaway work because when I walk away from that project that's it it's not like I took anything away with me right mm -hmm. and so what I realized is unless I'm building this for myself and it's a repeatable thing that people can continue to consume over and over again, I'm going to be in this rat race. It's like a hamster wheel and I can't get off of it. And when I finally realized that, I was like, oh my God, this has to stop right now. I can't mm -hmm. do this to myself. Mm -hmm. this, is, this can't be my forever. It can't. Mm -hmm. And so what I was going to do, because I'm a process engineer, I was going to automate the process that I put my clients through, I was like, oh, that's, that makes sense. That's awesome. But again, through that, so many yeah. people were asking me, like, how did you achieve this? And so eventually I just had a pause and I said, give the world what they're asking for. Yeah. And so I put this program together to, to, to first say that, like to say here, you know, so many people have been asking me, like, how do you do this? So here, let's, let's create it. Cause it, it mm -hmm. does, it seems like a, like kind of a break from where I was and it was a break. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because like I was creating this other program to kind of waylay those corporate clients. And then out of this came this, okay, well, I need to figure out how to like help other people do this as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes, another example that we have there, how we can just by decision and to be clear with what we want, pivot and get the success. Yes. So speaking about success, what is success for you, Chantel? Now success is, um, honestly, to be like super technical about it, it is that it, it's walking away from that, that, that what felt like a hamster wheel to me. And so mm -hmm. how much can I either diversify my income streams or how much can I more fully incorporate all the other aspects that I love to do? And how can I start to monetize those? Because sadly, Diana, something that happened to me at a young age was I didn't 
um, more fully manifest all those more creative sides of myself because society said, and I said to myself, I allowed society to dictate to me that that's not where the money was, you know? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I am a potter. I do ceramics. Uh, I love to knit, you know, like I love to travel. And so all of these things that I really wanted to be a part of my life, I had told myself weren't financially viable and I squashed them. Yeah. And so for me to show up more fully, I had to do this where I need to, you know, and it doesn't need to be your only thing. That's what else we allow to happen for us, right? Like we're only known for one thing. And so we are like, I am the process person. And, but then I was like, but now I have to be that forever. And it's all the time. And that's not enough for me. I need more. And so when I finally was willing to kind of incorporate more of myself is when I can then, you know, be more happily me, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's amazing to come to that realization through all that personal experience. Thank you for sharing that. So what are you working on right now? What are your projects? What are you cooking there behind the scenes? Yeah, well, so kind of in response to the global state of difficulty right now, I did create an additional little program to help people be successful working from anywhere. Because again, it's not easy and it's not obvious, but I have done it for decades because I, that's where I placed my importance. And so to kind of help people through this difficult time, I also um, created that program. And so people can check that out. Um, so that's kind of most of what I'm working on is helping people to find their success in, in this difficulty. Cause what I'm, I, what I'm really saying right now is use this as an opportunity mm-hmm. instead of, reacting to what we feel is being forced on us and then we're responding to that use this time to define that very clearly for yourself so whatever that is you know like if you have children and so you can't take a meeting before noon because you're dealing with childcare and you know online learning or whatever that is for you setting those healthy parameters now so that you can move forward in that space at any point you know we don't have to let our lives be dictated So it's about taking the control and it's about taking the time to do that. Mm -hmm. And so that's really where uh, I've been focusing on recently. That's awesome. So where can people find all of this information, get to contact you, find out more about these programs? um, What is uh, the place where they can find you? Yeah, so you can just visit my website. It's harmoniousworklife.com. And there you will see the option to create your career and build your own ideal position. And you can, or you can just jump on my mailing list. I'll send you a whole bunch of options of things that you might be interested in. Um, and if you sign up for, if, if you are interested in creating your own career, um, I'll send you an exercise that'll help you get started on that, like creating really the focus around where you want to be going. Because, you know, so much of what we talked through today was really that having that clarity of where you're going instead of moving away from discomfort. How can you move towards your desired goals? So that's the first exercise we walk through together. And I'll just send that to whoever wants it. So if you just want to go to my website, harmoniousworklife.com and sign up, then we can um, start a really fun conversation. Thank you so much for that. And I think that with all of this, has been so amazing it's been so valuable we can all relate to that in one way or the other and we can all take a lot of value from that thank you so much is there anything else you think that i should have asked you today no 
it was just such a joy talking with you, Diane. I'm so glad yeah. we got the opportunity yeah. to do this. So thank you. Thank you so much. Finally, you we were able to do it and to meet and successfully record this amazing episode that we had been all waiting for. I'm going to jump in social media and promote this episode right away and this amazing conversation. I always do that and I really enjoy that. This is a lot of value and I feel that anybody has to, to know it. So um, with that, I also want to say, if you are listening to this episode, please rate and review because this is the way that we can all grow together and bring these amazing guests like Chantel. And if you're watching the video, then please like and subscribe and comment so we can get more insights or stuff that you actually like to see. Thank you so much and see you in the next episode. Bye for now.